You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're going to talk about Barry Sonnenfeld's Adam's Family Values. Stupid fucking title. <laughs> it's, a, it's a terrible title. You no trouble. Me, you will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Yes, I was wondering what would break first. Your spirit. All your money. And you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. God is dead. The city is headed for a disaster of biblical proportion. What do you mean, biblical? What he means is Old Testament, yes. Mayor. Real wrath of God type stuff. Dead fire and brimstone coming down from the skies. Rivers and seas boiling. Forty years in darkness, earthquakes, volcanoes, the dead rising from the grave. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. Welcome to the podcast. We're your hosts. I'm editor Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, cinematographer Jared Callen. How you doing, Brian? I am... I'm good. I'm good. I don't have good. anything movie-related to talk about with this one. What do you mean? It's I'm, a movie. Yeah. Sorry. No, I just... Yeah, don't, sorry. I didn't come up with a an, an intro thing. Sorry. Sorry. Oh. No, it's, yeah. it's cool. It's cool. It's fine. Let's just move on. Uh, we also... Yeah. <laughs> we also have with us... Director of photography, Mike Griggs. Wait, I had something for this. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what? Sorry, that's an Archer joke. That's that's literally the whole statement. Oh, oh yeah, sorry. That that was obscure. Did not <laughs> did not catch that. And we also have with us costume designer Kristen Jones. Hello, hello. Hey, hey, and here we are talking Adam's Family Values from nineteen ninety three. Why do you sound so down about that? You love the last You're one. You're sad that it's so old? You know, I don't know. I, I think maybe two of these movies back-to-back was a little too much. <laughs> a little really? too much? <laughs> maybe. I oh, don't know. Oh, so someone else is feeling it. It wasn't just me. Well, yeah. Okay, okay so uh, everything I okay. kind of really liked about the first movie was toned down in this one. Gomez and really? Morticia are toned down. They're not barely. Really? They're barely in the second half of this fucking movie. They're, they disappear. That's interesting because I felt like everything that was kind of so-so about the first one, they were like, let's make that fun this time. Yeah, with the kids, yeah. I didn't feel it with the I adults. don't know. It does, it does feel like this movie is is like a, a focus group of Hollywood people being like, you know what else we could make the Adams do? Summer camp. It does feel like they put more of the emphasis on the children and not the adults this time. Yeah, yeah. I did laugh more at this one. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It starts out strong. Like, you know, they, they set up I'm the whole... I'm glad you laughed, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kristen. We, we, we never really talked about it in, in the last podcast because it, it ends with uh, 
with Morticia holding up um, something that she's knitted with like a three-leg baby or a baby it's with a, a really large, really large penis. Um, what? Which, which I was pretty upset. <laughs> Wait, what? That we didn't either see a, a baby with a large penis or a third leg. It was clearly I'm so glad you're bringing this up because Jared saw me like leg. the day after we did the podcast and he was like, I forgot to bring up the penis. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what penis? <laughs> the tripod baby. <laughs> it's clearly a third leg, Jared. guy. <laughs> it has a foot at the bottom. It's well, that's just to be symmetrical, you know, or like just to, you know. Well, I don't know. The baby did have a mustache, so it's possible. Yeah, and a fuck ton of makeup that, like, never actually went across his whole face. It doesn't make any sense. The makeup, it's like he's kind of bluish green. It's kind of like they're yeah, trying to make him look I undead. didn't understand it. Like, was it was it supposed to be, like, it looks like makeup? Was it not supposed to look like makeup and then just did a consistently shitty job at the makeup? Like, I what? No, they put the makeup on the baby to try to make it look, uh, you know, like Morticia. Pale? Yeah. And then the baby was touching its face all the time, and you can literally <laughs> see little baby handprints on the, on the cheeks sometimes. <laughs> well, I mean, like, not the baby handprints. I'm talking about, like, around the forehead and, and, like, the... I mean, they literally put a fake wig on the baby. They couldn't put the makeup to where the fake wig was? I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. It was rough. You try putting rough. makeup on a baby. <laughs> I, I would not. I was impressed with the mustache. I can't believe they got the fucking the mustache, mustache on that kid. The mustache was great. It was great. Like, oh, if you have, like, have you ever been around little babies? They are always, always touching their fucking faces. Like, hands are in the mouth. They're, like, fucking ripping their eyes out, fucking with their nose. I don't know how the hell they did this. Beats the shit out of me. I also noticed that uh, this time around we got a new grandma. They're bringing yeah, in I, she was, was she an actual different actress? Yeah. Yes. You can tell. Yeah, like, it was a different actress. She's like, she's I was like, like really? her makeup looks so weird and different. I don't know. And also, you get Carol Kane's uh, deliveries of everything. Which really kept taking me out of the movie. I was like, oh, wait, am I watching Princess Bride or am I watching... Very Princess Bride. <laughs> right? Oh, okay, it, that's, that's very, that, very, very Princess now Bride. Now it's connecting. I didn't uh, actually look it up. That also, uh, the movie Scrooged, she plays the uh, the fairy that punches Bill Murray in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she does. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't like it, man. Why did they go with the young actress? They already had an, uh, an older lady playing the grandma before in the last movie. Because people know who Jim, uh, who, knew, who Carol Kane is. Oh so, yeah, so many people know who the fuck Carol Kane is under all that makeup and everything like that. Mike's like, oh, did they I, cast a bro. different actress? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Look, they, they could have put Tracy yeah. Ullman in there, but they did a better job with Carol Kane. <laughs> if Tracy Ullman had been in this, that would oh, been you would have known who that was. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, 100%. Mike, we need to talk about your priorities. <laughs> if they, I would have been better. It would have been better with Tracy Ullman. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. She's all the same. Got a British accent. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm cursing you. But uh, I, 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 I like that. Would have been great. Uh, that would have been great. The movie is is still super cute. Like like there there's like um, I like the opening scene with, with uh, where the, when the uh, Morticia says that she's gonna have the baby and they cut into the waiting room, and then there's that little girl and then she's like, and then mommy kissed daddy yep. and the angel told the stork and the stork flew down from heaven and put a diamond. Best moment of the whole fucking yeah. movie, man. Our parents are having a baby too. They had sex. <laughs> Nice. Very <laughs> sloppily pushed in camera. Yeah. yeah, and sped up just to emphasize yeah. the push in. Oh, don't forget like the Brian? sound effect either. It's a cartoon, man. This one's more of a cartoon. 
than the last one. It is. They, 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 they ham it up a lot more. Like like when they kill the bald eagle and just throw it into the front. <laughs> <laughs> it's an American bald, bald eagle. eagle. I don't mind that because that, that's a good joke moment. You know, like when you when you play things like that, I don't know, you go so over the top, that, that works. I don't know about the actual making it a live action cartoon. Uh, I don't know. It was I weird. Don't know. Those two camp counselors were 100% a live action cartoon the entire oh, movie. Yeah. Yeah. Are you okay? Are they brother and sister, or are they fucking? I don't know. They both have the same <laughs> last name, and they, they just left it that way. Who knows, man? It's so awkward and weird. And then what is that? What is their relationship to the little bitchy girl? Like to the little popular girl? They seem to be really attached to her. Is that their kid, or is it? No, no? she's she's the popular one. So of course they like her. It's okay. just illustrative of how much she is liked by authoritative figures. That's right, because her parents are there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The mom sees the baby fly up in the plane window. <laughs> oh, dude, I love that. You know, and I realize that's uh, that's that's uh, Fraser Crane's um, it's, it's manager. BB. It's BB. It's BB from Fraser. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. This was before Fraser too, so this was like her thing. Yeah. Still playing the same character a little bit. Oh maybe, yeah, no. Maybe that's just how that lady is. Yeah. <laughs> Just her thing. She makes a great uh, disgusted face. I'll give her that. <laughs> I did savor that moment for sure. She's like, oh, you're interested in boys? No, homicide. Homicide. That was, uh, that, was, that, was, that was a choice reaction shot. I enjoyed that. It was. It was. Speaking of homicide, when, Joe Cumac, when Joan Cusack walks in and she says homicidal maniac, just like uh, Christina Ricci did in the first one, I thought that was a pretty fun little callback. She's not. I'm not a homicidal maniac. When she was introducing herself, I did not even notice it. Really, oh. I didn't notice it either. No, because I, the, I, I do like the the next line. He's like, he's like, of course not. You're too young. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. Uh, I totally forgot. Joan uh, Cusack was hot. She's really yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She is putting her breasticles out there a lot. You know, she's, she's, she's very, she's very breast forward in this film. I have to say yeah. her outfit choice is perfect. That white dress that she wears in the beginning and the white dress at the end also are oh, perfect. Yeah. Oh yeah, and she's got that like that, that like netting scarf around her head. Like she's she's so prepped to be With a all, like the feather boa <laughs> yeah. thing around her neck. God's perfect. And then, then the way she makes fucking Fester dress, which is <laughs> insane. That wig. <laughs> Not until the scab heals. I remember asking about the wig and what she had done to him when I was a child watching this movie. I was like, I don't understand. Look at his hair. It's like a weird Prince Charming wig. Like, I don't know. <laughs> that was like the part that I didn't buy. The whole thing I was okay with, but that wig, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> That's where you draw the line. It's fair. It's fair. They right, went listen. too far. I have standards. It makes me feel bad for Uncle Fester, though. I know you're supposed to, but I was like, man, he's, such, he's just such a genuinely just like, he just wants... He just wants love, and, and he just can't see that this crazy bitch is just trying to take his money. But like, and he's so oblivious. Well, he's he throws out a line. No, he's very desperate. Early no, on. hold on. Wait, yeah. really? No, he's he says he's even people willing to pay. People who are desperate for love can't really. Yeah, people who are that desperate for love and affection don't see the red flags um, at all mm-hmm. ever, and that's why they usually get into really bad relationships. But I will say that I thought it was such a departure because in the first movie he's described as like a ladies man and he had the twins fighting over him flora and fauna and all right. of this and and so in this one for him to be mm. so, oh and and gomez always says you know like 
he couldn't keep up with him. And so for this one, for him to be this like bumbling idiot virgin, I thought was a little strange. You just broke the movie for me. Fuck. Well, no, I, <laughs> I think it's kind of weird that Fester is even attracted to her because like, I don't know, Joan Cusack's character is wearing the pastels and she is like very bright and cheerful. It, yeah. It's like, why would he go after her? Why would he even be attracted to her? In the she wears, Go ahead, Chris. She wears white for most of the movie. I know they make fun of her pastels, but she wears white for most of the movie, which I think is a really interesting choice, considering that the family wears black and they're the good guys. And so to have the bad guy wear white, I think is a really interesting choice for them to make. Um, but she's pretty and her breasts are out and she says all the right things and so i could i could see him being interested he the way he falls in love with her is a little ridiculous but maybe how, that how was a love? lot ridiculous well maybe that was part of the profile because you know there's that like 60 minutes expose thing. <laughs> that was a great it shows all of her man. different really, like, like all I, of her I different. I kind of did actually. I actually really loved it. Reminded um, me of and it uh, shows all of her different opening. personalities, yeah. though. But so maybe, and and it showed her how she's been doing all of her research on him, and so maybe that's his type because she can morph into anybody. Well, and she I mean, had read all. Of, he had been interviewed in like the like the equivalent of People magazine's most eligible bachelor thing, like. See, he, I had, he I, was on the cover of some magazine. Kristen, I would agree with you if the family like actually saw saw her trying to kill him. You know, that way it's like the red flag stuff. It wouldn't be a red flag because it's the Adams family and they would be like, Oh, well, you're trying to kill him? Oh, that's awesome. We love you. You know? <laughs> but I don't know, that's where it's it's also kind of confusing because at the same time the parallel story is with the kids and the new baby, and the parents are like why do you hate the baby? And I'm like, wait a minute, but you're the Adams family. Don't don't you want to kill people? That's a that's think something you should encourage, <laughs> right? Why are we not encouraging the? That's I don't know. True. Yeah, because yeah. it's backwards yeah. from the first one they, where they were passing out larger weapons. Uh, in this one, they're they're I don't know. It is weird. It, it, it contradicts itself in a lot of ways. Well, I will say there seems to be a little bit of a difference, and I'm not entirely sure what. Like where the line is for these people, but there seems to be a little bit of a difference because, um, yes, Wednesday and Pugsley are trying to kill each other and they're just playing and having fun. No one is ever actually hurt. They do actually try to drop the baby off of the roof. They do actually. I mean, <laughs> it's not try. They did drop the baby off of the roof, and so one seems to be slightly more deadly than the other. I agree that if you let if Wednesday and Pugsley would progress in their attempts at killing each other, they wouldn't succeed. But they don't seem to actually try to succeed like they do with the baby. I don't think they can die because, like, if you if there's this <laughs> there's there's the scene where um, Wednesday sees the little Jewish kid for the first time, and and like is she kind of like <laughs> it catch it catches her eye and over her shoulder it's it, it's Pugsley. a real quick cut. Oh my it, god! Yeah, yeah, Pugsley's hanging himself from a tree. <laughs> I didn't see it the first time. I, I saw, saw it again yeah, when I watched I saw it. Tonight. it on, I saw it on a, re, on, a, on a repeat view. Yeah, it's full so on fast. hanging himself in the yeah. background. <laughs> yeah, he's like fuck this. Like, let's <laughs> get <laughs> a whole giant noose. Yeah, they have to be able to die because uh, Joan Cusack digs up someone's grave to get the ring. Uh, okay, well, so that to me was part of the indication in the beginning, or, or uh, I should say, part of the believability as to why Fester would fall for her, because like her whole introduction 
where she's like, oh, babies, I just want to squeeze the life out of them until they have no breath. And and they're both like, yeah, oh, I know, this. right? We like, it's this, the yeah. best. And and then she meets the children and she's like, they're trying to kill themselves. Like, that's so cute. I just, I love them. And like all, all of the indications that she's as psychotic as they are, are there from the second she walks in the door. So it makes sense to me that like, I mean, obviously she's throwing herself at him, but them looking at her and saying like yeah no she's also psychotic she could totally hang yeah she even sucks on uh things fingers right <laughs> i'm good with I'm my really hands. good with my hands <laughs> I, I i do like i do like when uh when fester's talking about how he wants to get uh you know have a wife or whatever and he's like we have thing and he's like no <laughs> a whole person hit <laughs> me the a things jerking person. him off all the time <laughs> yep that's totally what they're i mean there's even there's like three or yeah. four moments in the movie where he's like you know i can't I get tired of looking through keyholes and watching you and morticia fuck gomez uh, <laughs> it's like there's a lot of keyhole references i'm like god damn man. yeah <laughs> well, risky house is full of keyholes <laughs> Our parents are having a baby. They had sex. Yeah. It's through the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, you know, I didn't like Pugsley as much this go around. He felt a little more like given line reads as opposed to actually being a character. Well, yeah, hey, I, I me. think that's because they actually gave him lines in this one. Oh, I kind of liked him in this, though. He, I wouldn't say he's a great actor, but he seemed to be just like ha- ha- really happy and just kind of like. Uh, this little like bouncy little kid who like didn't put any thought to hit into anything and i kind of liked that uh, i'm still on fractions yeah that was a terrible line delivery <laughs> i'm still on fractions oh uh, yeah that was bad yeah it's just he's he's right next to christina Ric- ricci who's like fucking just killing it as when killing it and it's just every moment on screen he looks Did- really terrible it hurt her facial expressions, like she doesn't even have to talk in this. She can oh, just yeah. look. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when, she, when she goes to that smile and like Dude. scares everybody, it's perfect. It's a perfect moment. It's so perfect. Look, Yair, isn't she pretty? <laughs> She's scaring me. <laughs> yeah, that's a good moment. There's great moments, like like when they when they open it up and they're and they're gonna have a little swimming uh, lesson, and Gary tells them, "Okay, we're gonna like you know like help, save people from drowning," and they let the girl jump in there, and she's like, "I can't swim." <laughs> Perfect little moments. Perfect moment. Yeah, I'll be the victim your whole life. <laughs> God, just the throwaway lines that she delivers with such—it's perfect. That that stuff that was really strong in the first one. It's like almost every single line was like a perfect joke. This one, yeah. there were a lot of misses. But, like, you know, at the beginning, he's, like, uh, they're, they're, like, what are they? They're, like, looking over the pram and, like, uh, and like, the baby's down there. And he's, like, look, he has my father's eyes. And she's, like, Gomez, take those out of his Oh, mouth. that was fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> that one got me. That's yep. a perfect joke. Uh, that that yeah, reminded perfect. me of the first one. That, that, was, that, was the, that was the level of the first film. Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. I cackled at that one. He has my father's eyes. Fester <laughs> actually reaches down there and grabs him. <laughs> That's nice, man. Uh, yeah, I just wish the whole movie was like that. It, the beginning is... I thought the beginning was better. Yeah, The camp stuff at the end helps the end be watchable. And Joan Cusack's Barbie doll. What do you, you mean? mean? You didn't like uh, the, her the Barbie, Barbie doll explanation? Yeah, no, her Barbie doll monologue was great. I thought that was another highlight. Oh, oh, oh yeah. her, her exposition yeah. dump is really great, I, and I love how the whole family is so supportive of her. Still, yeah, they're like hundred <sighs> percent. Your parents deserve to die. No, Wrong they're like, Barbie? Oh, well, who, sure. Yeah. Well, what about yeah. Debbie? 
That you know, was like, <laughs> the, yeah. the nerve. What about know? Debbie? No wonder you're so angry. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Everybody's like, you know, we get it, we get it. And then even she's like, she's like, goodbye, everybody. Wish me good luck. And they're all like, good luck. <laughs> they're all so happy, you know. They're like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like they legitimately loved her to the end. Like she even gets a grave stone that says "wife and psycho." Like they're proud of her. Like this is oh, yeah. who, this is this is our people. Well, they're you know they are, but her wardrobe chose. Well, we got to talk about. Yeah, but, but also, I mean. The only reason they had any issue with anything she was doing was because they or she took Fester away from them. Had, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Had she tried to kill him in that house, I bet they would not have cared. Yeah. They'd have been like, did you did you pick the wrong poison? Do you need a sharper knife? Like, what's going on? All right. Jared may have a point. Maybe Fester is indestructible. He did go through a whole fucking bomb and get electrocuted. I love that electrocution scene. <laughs> oh, my God. He- She's like, Dude, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. He Those gets, flashes on her? Yeah. Um, that was great. He, but at the bomb scene, he gets up uh, right before the bomb goes off. That's he realizes true. he's out of like wine or something, and he gets up to go get more. So he was not right there when the right. bomb went he, off. He breaks the, house the glass, blew and up he's like, oh, like no, i got to do something with it. The fucking White House in Independence Day. It did. <laughs> <laughs> it did. Uh, yeah. So... I love how the, dead like, as the house is exploding in like slow motion behind her. She's just like, derp, 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 derp. yep. Oh, I like when she gets out of the car and she's like, oh, help, 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 help. <laughs> oh, no. And the gun that she pulls out is Dude, fucking giant ridiculous. Gun. <laughs> she can't even hold it up. She's like, <laughs> she's like, stop right there. She says, freeze at him. <laughs> what are you, a cop now? freeze oh dude yeah she's fucking excellent dude like like perfect and but the whole time i was watching this film all i could think about was the mike myers film uh so i married an axe murderer mm. has anybody seen that oh many many times yes they have the exact same plot mm-hmm. and so uh and then come to find out it was also released in the same year so was essentially really? essentially adam's family values and so i married an axe murderer are like deep impact in armageddon <laughs> And or it's volcano. Bugs Life, and or volcano. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, bu- Bugs Life and ants. Same same year, same movie. Just you know, th- yeah, these writers no, must be talking. Well, no, that's that. That was the Hollywood thing in most of the nineties, where one studio would get a pitch and then be like, no, and then they would go pitch it somewhere else, and then this studio would be like, you know what we should do? The same movie that we just got pitched, it's, that we passed on. I mean the, the the plot line's very close, you know, as far as like the, the yeah, that, no, that's that, a good, that's that a good point. Line. I didn't yeah. think about that. Only Adam's family values is watchable. Fuck you, Brian. God damn, what? I Fuck hate you, Brian. Oh, that I movie's disagree. not funny. I we're gonna what? we're gonna watch it. We're gonna what? watch it here one day. I just rewatched it like watch four Mike months ago and it like, totally uh, fucking holds up. What's his little like spoken word thing where he's like He's making uh, fun of beatniks and he's like Woman Woman She stole my heart and my cat. Come on, that shit's great. No, it's it's not. Okay. Mike Myers after Wayne's World was a no go for me. Sorry. So you didn't like any of the Austin Powers? Not really. Not a moment from any, any, all three of them. I do like Doctor Evil. I think Doctor Evil's funny, um, but I don't think the Austin Powers movies. I, you know, n- no, they're not really. Damn. Who are you? They're not really that funny. <laughs> you just don't like you comedies. Just, you don't like joy. Yeah, I don't like spoofs that much. 
Like mm. uh, spoof humor, uh, spoof spoof humor, spoof humor, spoof humor, and uh, I don't know. It's just it doesn't it didn't carry over that well. Like I think my my favorite uh, version of those movies, like Naked Gun, um, I kind of like Airplane. Airplane's okay, but I mean that's kind of in that category. But I, like I'm not a big fan of scary movies or or any of those. What, this yeah. is a side of you that I never anticipated, Brian. I'm just not a big a big fan of spoofs. Yeah. Hmm. Just because it's you, nine times out of ten, it's just going from the next gag to the next gag, and there's that's true. No, it is it is a collection of gags that are loosely tied together with a semblance of plot. But okay, Dumb and Dumber, yeah, that's not a spoof movie. Yeah, no, what are they, it's what are they gag spoofing? after gag. Yeah, but I mean, at least it's got a thread plot that I can mm-hmm. follow and understand. I mean, it's 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 the same thing with like Naked Gun. You know, that's a plot you get. But like when you get to like scary movie, it's like. I mean, what is the plot of that? Just sc- it's just scream it's just again. Referencing, yeah, it's just referencing the same shit over and over again. Yeah, that's yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's not really my thing. So, are you guys fans of of spoof spoof films, or is is there one? I, you guys I like? have been in previous times. I really like Robin Hood uh, Men in Tights. One of my all time favorite movies. I think that's excellent, and that but like you know that's also that's Mel Brooks. That's Mel Brooks. Yeah, I, yeah Mel so. Brooks is the spoof movie right. dude. Like every I, single one of his is amazing. I like "Don't Be a Menace to Society" while while drinking your juice in the hood. I thought that was excellent. Again, yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, yeah, when, it, <laughs> when they come out and it's like right near the movie that they're spoofing, it's like, oh yeah, that was kind of fun because you're just remembering yeah, yeah. like it's a bunch of Saturday Night Live like skits all stuck together, and you're like, well, I like that skit. Yeah, that skit. same thing. Walk hard, you know. Same same thing. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Yeah. stupid movie. Yeah. But they just yeah they don't age very well. Oh no, they don't hold up. But they're it's not like, intended to. That's that's the. It's made for the time. Uh, yeah. The best spoof movie of all time is Tropic Thunder. And uh, absolutely, come on, Brian, you can unsquinch your fucking face. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, movie. Yeah, I don't know if it's amazing. I don't know. I'd have to go back and watch it again. I remember it being kind of long and boring. We're, we'll do a spoof movie month or something, and we'll make you watch it. Fuck and, yes, yeah. let's <laughs> let's force Brian into a spoof movie month now. Listeners, you can send those requests to moviecrewpod at gmail.com. We'll start All off February the with the spoofs. best ones, like Not Another Teen Movie and <laughs> Epic Movie. And what are some really other shitty, goddamn, terrible ones? Yes, please, please. Flood our inbox with requests. Brian will have no choice but to succumb to the spoof. Dear God. Kristen, I haven't heard you chime in on your spoofs. She doesn't like spoofs, oh, apparently. okay. <laughs> She's like, I don't know if I've ever seen one. Uh, yeah, I don't really watch them, actually. <laughs> you spoofed and she said yes. What about This is Spinal Tap? Do you like that one? No, wait, hold up. That's a mockumentary. I, yeah, I like Some mockumentaries, but I don't actually, I have not seen any of the spoof movies that you are referring to. Because really? usually when they come out, I'm like, wow, this looks really stupid. And so I don't watch it. I mean, if I happen to catch like bits and pieces of it, I'm like, oh, it's funnier than I thought. Uh, but I still don't watch the whole thing because I don't care because there's no substance. You've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That might have been the most Kristen statement I have ever heard in the last three years of these podcasts. No, that was it. Yep. It was accurate, too. So, you know. (laughs) Last 10 minutes just got wrapped up by Kristen in a second. I I think you did a good job. There's no no joy. (laughs) No notes. I got it. 
And on that comic note, I think we're going to take a break. And we're going to watch the trailer for Adam's Family Values. We'll be right back. Nurse, how close are the contractions? Every 15 seconds, Doctor. Are you in unbearable pain? My darling, is it torture? Oui. Forceps. Forceps. What news? Father, what is it? It's an Adams. He has my father's eyes. Gomez, take those out of his mouth. He's an adorable little baby. Fine. Rub it in. Children, why do you hate the baby? We don't hate him. We just want to play with him. Especially his head. You'll meet someone, someone very special. Someone who won't press charges. Isn't he a lady killer? Acquitted. Women must follow you everywhere. Store detectives. And the stork flew down from heaven and turned into a baby. Our parents had sex. All right, we're back. That was the trailer for Barry Sonnenfeld's, not the, just <laughs> Adam's Family Values. That was a really shitty trailer. I was going to say, they didn't give anything away. I, I'm really surprised. It wasn't fun. It wasn't like there was barely any jokes in it. It was kind of like a, just a teaser. I wouldn't really call that the, I mean, I know it's the trailer, but it seemed more like just a little teaser to, it, it to was, get you excited. Yeah, it was the first trailer. It, it was the very first piece of marketing. Yeah. Oh. To be fair, but, but it, it is constructed weird. Like they're trying to play it like it's yeah. almost like a serious yeah. uh, movie, but then they show you Thing right away, and it's like you know exactly what it is once you see Thing. And but they're still trying to play it like, oh look, something bad's really happening. It, I don't know. Yeah, it, it's, it's a weird tone. It's a weird tone. I just got. I thought it was more suspenseful, not. Like something bad is happening. Well, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's it's like it's actually supposed to no, be it's, suspense versus yeah. it's, it's like to draw it. you in. Oh no, what's happening? Oh, it's our fam- favorite family. They're like, back. Yeah, yeah. But when you show when thing is in your second shot, you just know what it is right away. Like that's such a. I don't know. I don't know. I like. I I feel like they they were setting it up in an interesting way, but to cut to the shot where thing gets flown across the hospital it's to show. And smack, yeah, like smacks the baby to cry instead of the doctor. Like, that was a great moment in the movie. Like, why did they put a shot of the door opening before the before thing flies into the like? It was a weird cut, it was a weird extra shot. Bef- I don't well, know. It was what you don't realize decision. is that thing actually has invisible appendages because he can drive a car. Well, no, 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 he's jumping from the, the steering wheel to the gas pedal, but he wasn't though. <laughs> well, he uses it's um, steering while it's accelerating. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I, know, but, I, thought that, I, I, I thought that was pretty cute, though. I, I, I do like. I do like his like ah. Like his, <laughs> 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 his reactions are funny. Well, they established early on in the movie that his reactions go. His hand flies open. Yeah, when she uh, sucks his finger, and he falls. Oh, yeah, and, and, and he trembles. And he yeah. falls over. Yeah, things things great. Things are great. The trailer it did remind me of great. the. Uh, <laughs> The moment when they're sitting in bed and 
Gomez pulls out Fester's uh, spank His bank porno. material. <laughs> and mom. they both look at him mom. and say, Mom. <laughs> that was so great, man. Oh, that one really got me, too. I mean, there are some funny moments in this movie. For sure. Oh, did you guys know that the, uh, the little Adam's baby that was actually played by twin girls? I mean, it's a baby. How can you really tell? But yeah. I mean, as soon as you put a mustache on the baby, it looks like a boy. <laughs> that's why they had to put the mustache on. <laughs> oh, this all makes sense now. It does. It does. <laughs> what about when they, uh, when the baby was hideous and revolting and looked super cute? Was that the same baby or was that actually a different baby? I don't know. I, I would assume it would be one of the same kids, but I, I don't know. It could have been. I'd Do we think just... the the blonde curly hair is a wig, or or is that the baby's natural hair? <laughs> they were matting it down to put that other wig <laughs> on it. <laughs> I think that's actually a funnier thought. I like Morticia reading Cat in the Hat, and then she like stops halfway through, and she goes to the end, and she goes, "Oh no, he lives. He lives." <laughs> <laughs> oh. One of the details that I noticed in that scene. Was that when her poor baby got very ill, she redecorated his entire nursery to reflect like happy things. Yes. And the yes. the She's blue a mother. Yeah, the ruffles on the <laughs> on the little bassinet and the um you know, just the different colors and I think there's like giraffes. Like, yeah, she cares. I like Wait, wait, hold though- up. Did Morticia do that or or did like the baby Getting shocked by Fester being gone just also like shocked the room into being. Oh, you're, saying, you're saying you're saying that the room is dynamic and it can change upon the. Baby's when Grandma mood? comes in and she, she starts screaming and they go in there, the room's changed. Oh, is it already changed yeah, at that point? Yeah. So the, ha- the house, point. the house has some oh. level of, of feeling and awareness. The house of, has a room yeah. of requirement. I got it. <laughs> well, I mean, come on, we had Gate yeah, last movie, okay. so you know it makes sense. It does. And where the hell was Gate? Unnecessary. Didn't, for didn't this make film. the sequel. Yeah. No. Oh, what a fucking uh, fuck this movie. G- Gates out there they, with uh, uh, <laughs> grandma from the first film. <laughs> yeah. No, they spent the gate budget trying to make Morticia's eyes always have that little tiny Dude. thin glow oh. every single fucking shot. Yeah, and, and it's inconsistent yeah, right? between it's coverage. It's so inconsistent. It makes me angry. Like sometimes it's very clearly like a light that they have beamed onto just her, and then other times it's like a post production thing where they've just optically darkened the entire shot except for the eyes on her face and it's like what what the fuck is going on can we just make a decision of what's happening here the exposure differences between takes is really bad and god i was thinking about how annoying was it for her to always have a fucking source four blown into her eyes right every single fucking shot not only that but her eyes were taped so that they're kind of slanted up that's really? not natural. Yeah. She said it gave her yeah, a headache yeah. a lot. Yeah. And she was also wearing, um, I think she's wearing a wig also. So she was having, she had a lot of, um, really? uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's why she decided quick. to incorporate uh, the extreme amounts of blinking into all of her character moments. I didn't like all the blinking this time, man. I didn't either. Like, it's very clearly trying to be a level of flirty that just doesn't seem consistent with her character. It's I, 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 I thought weird. it was really good on the, the the first time she does it where she's like, uh, I'm going to have a baby, Pauls, now. And she does that little blink there. I thought that one was yeah. perfect. But the rest of them throughout the movie just don't land. They, just, they felt very contrived. I, I, and I, I don't want to give, like, 
director and everybody a hard time because I know Ralph Julia was sick at this point and not feeling well and died not too long after this movie was released. But still, it's just oh. he did great though. I enjoyed Gomez a lot in this, and he's sitting say, a lot though. I well, I know, but. <laughs> He's so dramatic and uh, full of life, and I know he's sitting, and he even has that that wonderful scene where he's sick and is in bed and singing. Oh, and yeah. I love that Fester walks in, and everyone you know calls his name, and he goes, "Fester, who is Fester?" <laughs> it's just it's just really funny, and I know um, I know he was sick, but I thought he still did it. He still did a really great job. Yeah, but knowing that he was sick and seeing those scenes, you know, where he's like... And surely he knew he was sick in those moments. Can you imagine? Yeah. Yeah, and he clearly didn't want to stop working. I'm sure anyone would have understood if he had. Yeah. Did any of the cast know that he was actually sick while they were filming? I don't know if they knew, uh, I, but I think everybody could... I mean, they could tell something was wrong. Right. If they didn't know what was wrong. I did think the they fixed the... Uh, production design around the Adams house like it <laughs> does it look so bizarre and the the background of like the the town you don't really see it anymore the Adams family yeah. house is much more in like a I don't know a swamp and a barren wasteland <laughs> <laughs> yeah it could be like anywhere or nowhere I thought I thought that worked out better they nailed that in this one what did you guys think of all of the camp scenes and Wednesday's little boyfriend the boyfriend kid was fantastic. I've seen him in a few things. Like the first time I saw him was when he was a, uh, the elf in the Santa the, Claus. The Santa Claus, yeah. Yes, Bernard. Oh, that's I him. Like, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, holy yeah. shit, is that Bernard? Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. He's so young. And then, uh, fuck, what's the other movie he's in? I think it's Ten Things I Hate About You. Oh, is he in that? Wait, who's he in that? Yeah, he's like the he's like the friend of Heath Ledger, where he's like. The super nerd, but yeah. his way of flirting is is like I'm thinking about buying a Tercel. Like he's just he's perfect. I loved him in this, honestly. Yeah, I thought he was great. And every moment where he's he's like flirting with Wednesday, and he scoots a little closer to her. Would you ever think about getting married? I thought he's fantastic. The uh, the uh, Indian attack scene uh, feels very hook to me. Mm. Are you just saying this to get ready for Hook? Because yeah, no, I feel I'm like just, you're forcing it. I'm not forcing it. Yeah, he Wait, is with totally the, forcing it. No, <laughs> no, I'm not. Bullshit. Don't even yeah. play. With, with, with like the tennis racket, like uh, catapults and all that. Kids kept flying a in on bit, zip lines. I don't know. Like I found that the first time I watched it, I was I, I wasn't sure how I felt about it. Like it, it, it's it's so very obviously like trying to be triggering and and uncouth and like all the ways that they're like oh look at these native americans and they cut to the the girl's parents and they're like indians am i right <laughs> and but, it's an entirely a white it's an entire it's white so audience and white two people. black people just the sitting there next people, to yeah. which well, is so yeah, fucking funny yeah. dude yeah they, they 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 knew what they're doing well, yeah, they know exactly yeah. what they're the doing. camp was called like what, what i forget forget the name camp of it Chip, chippewa right and they're chippewa. like yeah for for young youth privileged kids <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> like, kids, yes. <laughs> being privileged the director's cameo he's like 20 grand for the summer camp and he can't even make any friends Oh, and he's Mr. Woo Woo. That's what she says. 20 yeah, grand for summer Mr. camp. Woo. And he's Mr. Woo Woo. Oh, man. And this was before all of the whole, like, the whole, like, woke and white privilege and all of yeah. that. 
yeah happened this was this was like so it God, was like years before all of this happened yeah so in retrospect it's 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 a pretty like well actually actually well crafted kind of situation where i mean the only moment that i was a little bit cringe was when they were like and here's all the rejects the black kid, the Indian kid, and they could the pronounce ugly anybody girl. Like, like you know, <laughs> yeah. Jamal, Jamal, it's, oh, Jam- it's uh, Jamal, whatever. <laughs> like wow, <laughs> hey man, and that That's one funny. dolly shot across them, and the black kid just like he automatically smiles when he does his like. All right, now I'm supposed to roll my eyes. He can't even hold it in. No, I, yeah, I thought that stuff was was funny. No, oh, it yeah, totally it works. works. Yeah. Totally works. And is, is that is that not the guy from uh, Ghostbusters 2? Yeah, absolutely. Janusz? Yes. Yes, it is. Yes. Excellent. <laughs> oh, and I also saw Tony Shalhoub. Yeah. He's in the, uh, he's he's in in the, the bar. bar. Yeah, <laughs> when the they're singing uh, Macho Man. Macho, macho Man. The fucking sailor, man. I want to yep. be a macho man. <laughs> <laughs> there, yeah, there's a lot of carryovers, uh, character actors and cameo wise from. Uh, I mean, from fucking Nathan Lane is the goddamn yeah, yeah. cop. Oh, dude, Nathan Lane is great. <laughs> Who are you? Who moved the rock? <laughs> Why should I care? I did not think he. I thought he had the worst cameo. I did not like him. Really? I liked it. I thought it was funny. <laughs> did not. I was like, oh man, Nathan Lane, you you gonna do great things? But right now, this movie is. Not it. I know. I did, I did not think it was funny, but Tony Shalhoub was great. And about halfway through watching this movie, I realized that the uh, the, the actor that plays Lurch is the guy from Men in Black. That yes, yeah. The, oh, the guy with the cat. Oh. Yeah, right. yeah, the, the yeah. Giant tall alien wow. guy that's yeah, got the yeah, little yeah, looks yeah. like Person a fucking alien. Head. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, they open him up. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, uh, must to Orion's belt. <laughs> He's not the old man with the mustache. No, but the he's weirder. He's the guy who meets the old man with the mustache. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's that, that scene. Yeah. yeah, it's that yes, scene. Exactly. Yes, correct. Very cool. Same Lurch from the first one? Yep. Yeah. Okay, cool. I like Lurch. I I was wondering if he he doesn't really have any lines or really do anything, and I was wondering if that was always the case or if he just didn't have any lines in this movie. No, he never speaks in these. Yeah. Oh, he... Well, in these, but like, what about like in the TV in show or in the, the TV show? TV he, show he spoke, yeah. He spoke okay. in the TV show because in like the first or second episode, the guy who was playing Lurch like ad libbed some shit because he didn't want to not have speaking parts. And then they thought his improv was hilarious, so they just gave him lines and they're like, oh, cool. So we'll make you a speaking part now. But it was never intended to be a speaking role. Interesting. I mean, it works. I think he's a great character. He's certainly memorable. Oh, for sure. Without speaking. Is he the same guy who plays the Traveler in um, Star Trek The Next Generation? Yeah, uh, maybe? I don't remember that character. He's probably in some... He's the guy that takes Wesley Crusher off into into the dimensions. I just love when Joan Cusack walks in and she's like, here's this, here's this house. It's so old. And she looks up at Lurch and goes big and he's like... <laughs> <laughs> I like Junkie Zek. I think she did a great job. I know I already mentioned her costuming, but I think her acting is fantastic in this. And the way she, the her whole character is really great. And how she just comes in and so fits great. in perfectly without. Okay, she's playing an act, but without like losing <laughs> that portion of who she is. But I think that's sometimes a hard thing to do is to like show that you're an actor 
putting on an act like you're a person who's acting right like that's sometimes hard to to be genuine and authentic and relatable in a a way that actually kind of works and and some of her moments where she's like legitimately responding to his character where she's just like oh you're kind of oh like i'm thinking the um the wedding scene where he's like pouring out all these deep things. I'm going to worship you forever. And she's like, yeah. Okay. Ditto. Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> what a bitch. That's so funny. Like, listen, if you can't tell that she's not into you, I don't know. It's like, yeah. you, you kind of deserve it at that, at point. that point. I'm sorry. Like, you're kind of asking for it, dude. Hey, come on. Ditto was used in ghost. That was super yeah, sexy. It me- come Ditto on. means I love you. It does. I mean, it can. <laughs> was the 90s all right everyone knew that i feel like i feel like the shrug though before she says ditto where she's just kind of like whatever yeah come on (laughs) yeah her face just gets more and more increasingly like oh my god what am i getting into oh Oh my god i hope he dies that's the best part though is when uh fester is sitting there talking about how they'll be like Gomez and Morticia with like Lurch listening like in the hallway and she has this like flash of realization and she's like oh my god <laughs> yeah. yeah you just see so much going on in her, in her head in this movie and it's just fantastic yeah she's completely deranged but she plays it so well I love it it was nice seeing Joan Cusack play a confident character usually she's playing the the weaker yeah, side sidekick or you know yeah. Or just a side supporting role, and you don't really know much about her. Yeah. Well, yeah, not only is she, like, the confident, like, um, kind, kind of a lead character in this, but, like, I, I, she gets to really show off her acting ability. She gets to go on all these all different, like, she has all these, like, different emotions, and because, again, she's a little crazy. Um, but she has so much fun with it. Like, at no point... I know it's a kids movie and it's kind of cartoony, but at no point are you like, oh no, this woman is like evil. You're just like, oh, she's just a different kind of psychopath from the, than these people. Like it's the same realm, the same world, and they all kind of mm-hmm. coexist and mm-hmm. work. And I think that's also really interesting when you see all of the Adamses loving and supporting her and being like, yes, <laughs> you are completely justified because you deserve the best you deserve what you want i don't know i really liked all of it what'd you guys think of the uh the michael jackson joke (laughs) explain it where bernard is in the that's not his name but he's in the fucking hut of hugging or whatever and he looks up uh, at the the poster and he freaks the fuck out yeah okay so when this movie was being made the joke was supposed to be michael jackson is so wholesome that if you saw that poster, you would just know you're in the, the, the hut of Harmony. It's a Disney hut. It's very family-oriented, right? While they were shooting this movie, and Michael Jackson, keep in mind, is writing a song and records a music video for a song for the ending of Adam's Family Values. No way. Yep. All of it Seriously? is done. Yeah. Uh, what is, it, it even got put out in one of his other albums. What is the name of it? I wrote it down. Uh, is It Scary is the name of the song. While they're shooting this movie, the allegations come out about him molesting kids. No. The director decides to leave the joke in anyway 
Stop. <laughs> amazing. And they cut, Absolutely amazing. They cut the song. They totally dropped the song out, and that's how we have the whoop, there it is, with the Adams Family just dropped in oh the middle. Ter- another terrible that song, song is at so the end. fucking bad. It's, it's like, I was like, oh, oh it's this, so this, this fits. Bad. It's just a shitty fucking song it's at another the end. terrible song. Come on, you guys. You have to transport yourselves back to 1993. This was very cool at the Listen, time. Listen, as, as a person who holds the Mighty Ducks to in a beloved part of my heart... Whoop, there it is, is a great song. This fucking version is not worth listening to. Whoop. You just sound racist, Mike. I'm just going to let you know. There it is. <laughs> they literally just put the Adams Family in the middle of Whoop, there it is. <laughs> hey, yeah. man, they had to come no, up with something quick. No, it's, <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. I love this. As like a six-year-old, I'll have you Who know. let the Adams Family out? It's <laughs> 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 ridiculous. Oh, I guess it was better than, uh, no, it was worse than MC Hammers, yeah. Yeah, 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 it was definitely worse. I take it back. I take it back. I had to think about it just for a second. So, at the end of this movie, was was that thing in the grave? Even though it had a longer arm, or was that Debbie's arm coming up out of there to scare the that's kid? That's a to good death? question. I thought it was supposed to be thing, but it was on the second viewing. That's a long arm coming on the grave. I didn't think. It, I never thought it was Debbie though. I just I thought it was grave. a, a Carrie joke. Just, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. She said she would scare him to death, not that she would resurrect. Her uncle's dead wife. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> oh, feels like something know. Wednesday planned. I, I think you're onto something, Kristen. What if Wednesday resurrected Debbie in order to scare him to death? I don't uh, This makes sense. She could. She could. There you go. She 100% she could. could. I don't think. Well, hold on. Because that's not a thing that they do is bring people back from the dead, though. Is it? I that's not know. happened. I don't think that is. No, exists. they just try to commune with the dead for 25 years until the dead come back. You know, Morticia, she's just so busy trying to have a lo- loving husband, a huge family. She doesn't have all this time to commune. Yeah, she, what, what like did she say? Every modern woman to connect with the... The dark forces? <laughs> the right? dark, dark forces, forces. yes. Yeah. I love that. And Gomez is like, baby, you're right. Line. Let's get a nanny so you can live your life. So you, you I can mean, connect with the hey, devil man. and the dark forces. Supported and, man. I like how you tell men take notes. This is how this is how you keep your woman. Okay, hundred percent. He tells Fester, he's like, I can't wait till you have your children of your own and pay someone to raise them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's great. Which of the nannies was the best? The woman who had it up to here, or the 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 one with the The, puppet? The the puppet one. With Wednesday being like, well, I'll take your soul. And then she makes Lucifer rub his fingers <laughs> together. That's so perfect. I, I like the hippie chick, though. She's like, you know, you kids are probably really worried about the environment. about the environment. <laughs> she seems yeah. like too much. The hippie, the hippie one, I was like, there's no way she would set foot in that house. Let's be real. Yeah. And she certainly wouldn't make it for more than an hour with Wednesday and Pugsley. Did you guys see the uh, the third Adams Family movie? Holy shit! There's a Wait, third what? one. Why is that? Is that next week? Uh, no, it's not. While I was oh my gosh, while I was uh, <laughs> looking this movie up on IMDb, I I noticed down at the bottom of the connections they had a oh followed by. And I was like followed by followed by what? There's a movie called Adams Family uh, fucking reunion. Daryl Hannah is Morticia. Stop. Tim Curry. Is Gomez. 
No. What? And I watched the trailer and decided I'm not I'm not going to waste my time watching the the whole movie. <laughs> How dare you, Brian? Oh, the trailer is when so did, terrible, Jared. When did this it's come so out? Bad. Oh, wait, wait when has I ever stopped you before, Brian? Come on. I was about to say, that, like, all the shitty films you watch? <laughs> no, what? I'm like, I, it's, it's got to at He's least already look watched like a it. Movie. He watched it. He's lying to us. Brian. <laughs> <laughs> you watched it. Watch it. Watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's so bad. I don't even want to admit that I've seen it. That's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> Only watched it one and a half times. <laughs> Speaks to quality. When did it come out? Uh, man, I'm gonna have to find it here. Daryl Hannah as fucking mortician. Your dress is so tight. Thank you. <laughs> 98. Shut up. Wow. I could see Tim Curry trying to reprise some of those roles. Or most of them, honestly. Oh no, she looks terrible as mortician. Right? Like, oh, that's what I'm saying. Gosh. Like, it looks like it's very low budget. Like, even Fester. Like, we were talking about the makeup, like, <laughs> in the, on Fester's makeup for the last one. Oh, this just looks rough. And they still try to do the eye light on Daryl Hannah. You can even see it in the trailer. Oh. But it's got a good cast. I mean, Tim Curry, D- Daryl Hannah. Same lurch. I mean, it could be good, Brian. Same do you want to? Should we watch it? It no. has a 3.8 on IMDb. So it's wow. better than some of the other stuff you've made us watch. Nothing we have watched has had a 3.8. On <laughs> I don't <TV>. know. <laughs> I don't know. That may be accurate. I don't know. We have given plenty of things that low of a score, but none of them have had an IMDb score that low. I don't believe that, actually. I'll have to, I'd have to go back and look, but I feel like one of those Jaws movies has to have mm. a lower one. That's possible. I'm also a little worried about it, too, because the, the third Adams Family movie here is also rated PG. Oh, jeez, oh, no. So they're It's a TV movie. They're going even that, lower. That explains oh, it. was it a yeah. TV movie? Yes. Oh, well, yeah. There it is. TV movie. That's rough. And all these frames I'm seeing are 4 by 3 I will not be watching this. <laughs> Valid point. I think we're going to have to put off Hook <laughs> yet again. God, it's so weird that I'm going to be like unavailable that night. I'm so, I'm oh, my goodness. So uh, when I saw Gomez mixing up his son a beautiful mixed cocktail, <laughs> I thought that vodka it was and egg, vodka raw egg with a little bit of bitters. I, I oh, thought, well, damn, bitters? Griggs, Grig, Griggs would eat, Griggs would drink that. Not with vodka though. I don't fuck with vodka. But gin, like, what are you? What's wrong? With yeah, that? no. If it's gin, like, oh, yeah. wait, gin, oh my god, raw wait, egg and bitters. <laughs> Can you um, like make it like right now and let us know what you think though? <laughs> No. Because I'm very curious. <laughs> I wouldn't put the egg yolk in it, that's for sure. Why? Egg white for sh- I mean, no, egg, egg white I use for like gin fizz or whiskey um, whiskey sour. Yeah, but not, not, the, not the yolk. Not the gross yolk part, yeah. So the new baby cuts out of his crib and saves the day. But I'd like you guys to explain to me how he actually saves the day. Yeah, where... How what, are there really two happens fucking there? cut wires that are close enough together that a baby can grab them and stick them together? And, and then it, it somewhat reroutes the power to back? I don't know. Right. Yeah. I have no idea what was going on. I was just like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Electricity and somehow. Cool. And the whole like yeah. baby's day out sequence where the baby crawls around, falls down shit, hits a fucking like a trapeze. Oh, God. Very like, baby's day out, right? Very yep. baby's day out. 
I'll, I I gotta say, I feel like they set the tone for that in like the third sequence of the movie when Thing is doing his thing on that little roller skate as soon as the the baby is born. Oh, where he he was skateboarding? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually like that. The first time I watched it, I was like, "This is super fun." The second time I watched it, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go like make a drink." Now. There is a cool. matting error in the version that is on Netflix that is not in the version that is on Paramount Plus. Hmm. It's when they are going. Uh, thing is running down the hallway in the hospital. Oh yeah, yeah. There is a black, uh, like it's a black like uh, mat that's left on the right side of the frame, just for one shot. Oh, that's oh, yeah, I didn't see that yeah. in, on the Blu-ray. Yeah. I was gonna say I watched it on the DVD. So, so if if, if you watch the uh, if you watch the Netflix version, it's it's that the error is still there. Way to fuck things up, Netflix. God, yeah, classic Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking shit. It's weird how there could be different versions like that. Like what? Why? Like obviously that may, maybe that got released on some like video. Yeah, there's a lot of and then transfers they out that there. Shit and fixed it. Yep. Yeah. I, dude, That's who weird. knows, man? It could be something with like the black gammas and like you know. No, no, it's it's a perfect black. Like like if you just look right down this side of the fi- of the film, it's a perfect black bar. It's it's kind of like the whole image was moved over, but but it's feathered. Oh, like like the it's thing. A per- it's a perfect straight line. It's kind of like I said, if you just, like if you just in the m- composite, they moved the thing shot over, and then somehow or another, yeah, like, there, there's a perfect black yeah. stripe on the right side of the frame. You know what it could have been? It could have been like one of those like uh like the four by three. <laughs> Pan and scan. Oh, is the pan and scan oh, situation. Yeah, dude, yeah. it could be that. You're right. <laughs> they didn't move Netflix it has a lot of shitty no, pan and scan stuff on you're there. You're exactly right. They yep. probably didn't keyframe that for the for the pan and scan. Wow. That's funny. They left that one. Well, I mean, because, you know, these movies do get remastered and get different transfers and stuff. You're still watching the, you know, the same movie, but like it, it's like a new experience, new print and everything. Interesting. How'd the 4K look? I don't know. They're, they've never released a 4K of this. Oh, I thought you bought that. I bought the four, yeah for the first movie. Oh, for the first movie. Yeah, okay. they released that with like an extended uh, dance sequence for the oh, Mamushka. Because that's what they needed more time of. Good God, the dance sequence in this was another like three minutes, and I was just like, shut seriously, your mouth, Greg. Why? It was a moment of awesomeness between Gomez and Marticia. I loved it. Oh my God, it was so fucking boring. The only thing I didn't like was the speed up moments. So I thought those were out of place yeah. so so you didn't like the whole sequence because the whole fucking whatever thing was there was like four shots come on stop being so dramatic right. <laughs> four shots i like cutting cutting back to fester and he's got the fucking breadsticks hanging out of his nose <laughs> and she's so just dumb. like what the fuck it's man so dumb uh, no okay that that's stupid but when they cut back to it again <laughs> and she's not looking at him and he's over there bored and he's got one hanging out <laughs> and then she turns back and looks at him he's like oh she's looking at <laughs> He goes and sticks him back in his nose. He's like, "Yeah, no, I'm still here. I'm still here. I'm still funny, right?" <laughs> so that that got me. Come on, that was that was great. That was funny. I love the dancing. I wish there was more between them, especially compared to the first movie. I mean, I wonder if the first movie, like, they had notes on like, because I, I remember I made the comment like, I can't believe they had that yeah. much like moaning yeah. and like maybe that was like a note like you, you need to take it out. You can't be so sexual. Yeah. It's still PG-13. What the fuck? Who cares? Yeah, I guess you got a point there, Chris. And they do focus more on the kids in this one. That, I mean, that would make sense that they would cut more of the adult humor. Which is unfortunate. I feel like you could have enough to balance it, especially for something like this. But I think that is what they did was cut out the adult 
love and yeah. <laughs> they got out the the yeah. love between yeah. Gomez and Morticia, which is unfortunate. Yeah, that was that was a highlight of the first one. Yeah, that was my favorite thing in the first movie. Yeah. Well, anybody got anything else? We're gonna move on to ratings. Who's going first? Everyone's really quiet, so I guess that means it's my turn first. Um, I, I give the last movie a ten. I feel like this one's lower. I don't know how much lower. I really enjoyed the beginning of the movie. The middle suffers. It's kind of boring. The camp stuff is good, but the stuff with Gomez and Morticia is like really missing. Like we said, it's just that that's the that's the good stuff. I mean, or maybe that's the stuff I like as an adult. And this one is more aimed at kids, and I'm just not the fucking demographic for it. You know, right now. And the first one still has like enough adult humor that I can really latch on and enjoy it. And yeah, maybe this one's better written, but it's not better directed than I don't know. It's, some of this kind of seems sloppy with like the lighting and mm. like they had Ken Adams as the production designer and I didn't really feel an uptick in production design outside of maybe the exterior shots of the Adams family house. You know, I mean, I don't know. That's like fucking Stanley Cooper's production designer. So no way. Yeah way. So like, I don't know. It's still fun. It just seems kind of eh. So I think I'm going to come at like a Give it like a 7.5. 8. Somewhere in that ballpark. I don't... Uh, I'm going to give it an 8. 8. I'll give it an 8. Because Joan Cusack, she's... Joan's really good. I mean, she adds a lot to the movie. She's a good new character. Christopher Lloyd, uh, man, he was not doing it for me in this movie. He seemed like he was overacting. <laughs> and like yeah. like every mm, that's scene, a good word for it. he's just like... Bah! Yeah. And I don't... That started, started to get on my nerves. And that... Wasn't the case last time. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna give it an eight. Who's going next? Uh, yeah, I think you've brought up most of my issues with it. The Christopher Lloyd is a good place to start. Like it seemed like every single fucking shot in this, he was trying to do something weird with his mouth. And <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, it was. first couple of times, you're like, all right, that's cool, I get it. And, and then like the next couple of times after that, you're like. Okay, this is a thing, and then like the rest of the fucking movie, you're just he's just like, and you're like, when he gets the blowjob, oh like like his mouth, like yeah, yeah, it's like, bro, can like can you can you pick something to do with your character? Uh, I don't know. Like, I found this movie more enjoyable than the first one. Honestly, um, it does really drag in the second act. I like the the ideas of the summer camp and and what they do with it. But that also feels like it could have been just like this interesting self-contained like 30 minute, you know, TV show made for TV kind of thing where they're like, what if the Adams family went to a summer camp? Ha ha ha. It doesn't really do anything for the movie as a whole as far as like pushing the story along. It's it's very interestingly, weirdly self-contained for a feature film, uh, especially one that's an hour and a half long. There's there's some weird pacing issues in this that I don't fully understand, but I think they they figured out or they feel like they felt like they they decided this is what made the first one fun, so we're going to do more of those things, and they didn't realize what made the first one unique and interesting and delightful, and they lost a lot of that in the second one. This one feels a bit more made by committee kind of situation, at least in the writing. Um, so we're missing some of those Gomez, Morticia, sexy, flirty, fun. But I gotta say, Joan Cusack does so much in this film. 
she fucking shines in every moment that she's in this movie. So for her alone, I'm I'm more enjoyed this. Uh Yeah, this felt like a more a more complete story from start to finish. Uh I'm going to give this an 8. It felt very solid. It was really fun to watch. I had more more moments that I laughed at. Um but there's also plenty of times where I'm like, yeah, no, it's on, so who cares. It's a solid 8. Super fun. Wow. All right. That kind of surprised me. I thought you were going to come in low like last time. Um, me too. <laughs> who, who's going next? I'm not going to say too much. Um, I think that the first film fell, feels a little more grounded to me. I like It just feels like there was maybe more of a solid like idea. Uh, but like you said, I th- maybe this one's written a little more because there's actually... There's the through line we're following that, that feels... That, Feels maybe a little stronger with with following Debbie and that whole thing. I don't know. I've probably seen this one more uh, than the other one, and I, I, a lot of this sticks in my in my brain. But uh, I, I like the cartoony aspect of it. Uh, the movie's just kind of fun, and, and by this point, you already know all these characters, so it's just kind of like you know, it's just another one. It just feels like mm. you know, feels just feels like we're, we're just doing it again. You know, um, a lot of the same jokes. Yeah. Okay. It's an eight. Yeah. Uh, like I, I, I'm in my heart. I would like to give it a nine, but just like you know, if I was a kid, I would have probably said, "Yeah, oh man, this was better. This one's better because it's funnier." You know. But like when you compare them to each other, you know. Aren't you not supposed to do that though? But but I am though. Okay. Well. <laughs> you just broke Jared. I did. <laughs> oh, trust me, I'm already broken. Uh, but anyways, yeah. No. Uh, it's an eight. It's enjoyable. Uh, I will watch it again at some point. Uh, I, you know, I've I've seen this movie hundreds of times, and uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed watching it every 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 time. It's good. All right, Kristen, All right. close this. All out. right. All right. So, I think it's interesting. We have, for me at least, there's two different things going on here, and one is that I think this is more enjoyable. I love these characters. I love the journey they go on. I love all of the new people that we meet. The camp is kind of weird and drags in spots, but it's fun. It's fun. And it ends, you know, with them burning it down, which I can appreciate. (laughs) And while there are, you know, Morticia and Gomez's romances kind of cut out of this one, which... You know, other other than that, I, I really love these characters. I really love seeing them. I love Joan Cusack. I love her outfits. The outfits in this, the costume design is incredible. With the Adams family, it's not too terribly different. They have a pretty standard uniform that they wear, but with what happened with Joan Cusack, like that just it's incredible the way they take her white dresses and you know in the beginning and she shows up and and what should be this matronly nurse outfit and she turns it and they 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 make it like you know with a nipped waist and a pencil skirt and a sweetheart neckline and suddenly she is this like bombshell nanny and they call back to it at the end with her white ribbed dress and and the way she has her little veil like it's just perfect it's beautiful and it's all of these little details 
down to even Fester's ridiculous outfits and wig <laughs> are so perfect and I love it. And I think where this movie really, really fails is on a lot of the technical stuff. I mean, yeah, yeah the the lighting, you know, Morticia's <laughs> ridiculous lighting. I mean, there's a lot of the technicality issues and I don't know that they ruined the movie for me. And that's probably because I saw this when I was a kid and I loved it. But I, as an adult watching it and really looking at it critically, yes, I can see these issues. But does that take away from the fun of the movie? I don't think so. Not for me, at least. Um, so anyway, um, this is tough because I really want to give this a 10, but it's not a 10, but I really want to give it a 10. So I guess I will compromise and give it like a nine. Wow. Hey. It was really hard, though. It's hard. New well-developed characters add dimension to this baddie satire, creating a comedy much more substantial than the original. Rotten Tomatoes certifies this film fresh with a 74% tomato meter. An audience score of 63%. Yeah, I think the thought that I had several times and just forgot to even bring up that Kristen kind of reminded me of is this, there's a lot more contrast in this movie. Like the first one was very self-contained, like here's this weird family. Aren't they weird? Isn't it fun that they're weird? This one was like, look how bonkers the rest of the world is. Yes. Compared to yes. these relatively normal-seeming, macabre-loving people. And like the whole camp thing like if there's no other point to it it's just to illustrate look at these random ass fucking yuppie white kids they're like don't you love barbies and they're like let me tell you a better ghost story you all get your original noses i love that <laughs> and when they woke up the next morning <laughs> all of their noses had grown back <laughs> and the, the scream from the first one where they're all the girls were like ah we're supposed to scream now and then she tells that and they're all like ah yeah, I, I, I like when she's like, it's great, man. marrying the help. <laughs> Gross. Get out of here. That, so I, that little girl becomes Harmony on fucking Buffy the Vampire Slayer for like 10 seasons. That's amazing. She's also, and I know I said this last week, but just to remind everyone, she is the little girl in the first movie who says, you know, does your girl same girl, the little girl scout. Yeah. Yeah, yeah real same, girl same girl. She had to re-audition for the second movie. They didn't just give it to her. Oh, really? Her. Yeah. Um, but no, Pleasure. actually, Mike, you're absolutely right. I think that's why I like this movie so much is because it shows how screwed up our society is. We yeah. don't really think about it too much, but we uh, we have this chance when we see these people who are so weird and obsessed with death and what's wrong with them but then like they hold up an excellent mirror to us Absolutely. as in our society and i think that's why i really like this movie so much yep. and maybe i should change it to a 10 though because it's such oh, a man. i mean yeah no talking through that part of it like that is that is the part that i loved more about this one than i did in the first one is is like there's a lot of things in this that if you just watch the moments where you're Especially like the kids in the camp or like the the white parents or like it's just like, oh, these are gross. Or the fucking camp counselors. They're so gross the entire movie. But as a as a comparison, as a juxtaposition, they're amazing in the way that they're like, this is what the rest of the world thinks that you should be. Let's all be happy all the time. Group hug. And they're like, no, we're contagious. Fuck you. Like there are some really great moments in this as just fuck it. I'm giving it an 8.5. There you go. 
<laughs> oh, yeah, we're talking it up. Talking it talking up. Talking it up. Are you guys done? Giving this movie extra praise that it doesn't deserve. It's okay. I, I, I Shut mean, up, I, Brian. It totally you, you, it. you need. To, <laughs> you have no idea. I was idea. waiting for Listen. that from Brian. <laughs> I don't want to disappoint. I mean, I'm God, sure we Hook can find nice. Be a rough week. Oh, Jesus. No. Oh fuck! I am, dude. I'm just gonna like shit all over your childhood memories. I'm gonna taste the fucking tears that come out of your goddamn eyeballs. Uh, uh, oh, it's gonna be so delicious. I hope you're ready for our four-hour hook cast. <laughs> Bro, you just gonna sit here and I'm gonna watch that shit like, like six what times. Did I listen right to you? Why? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna be like, yes. Let me taste the tears. And with that, you've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. <laughs> if you want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to the Movie Crew. Oh, fuck. To Movie Crew Pod at gmail.com. No, the. Just like the title of the movie this week. <laughs> it's cleaner. <sighs> you can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Movie Crew Pod. Jared, where can the audience find you? You can find me on Instagram at Check the Gate or on Twitter at Jared B. Callen. Mike, where can they find you? If Twitter still exists, sorry. <laughs> I'm on Instagram at Grigsy Media, and for as long as Twitter is still in existence, I am also at Grigsy Media. Elon, you can buy our podcast for $44 billion or one you know billionth what? of that price. We'll do no, an no, even well, 40. Well, well, we'll, we'll, take, we'll take $4 million. Easy. <laughs> Any, whatever you got. <laughs> if you want to throw us some money, uh, <laughs> it's your name does to be Elon. <laughs> yeah. Come on. You, you got- That's our PayPal. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kristen, where can they find you? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Kristen Magdalene. That's Kristen with a K and an I. And you guys can find me on Twitter at Elkins Edits. And we're going to close out the show tonight. Uh, I think we're going to do track number one from the Adams Family Values soundtrack titled It's an Adams. It's from composer Mark Shaman. Enjoy. We're not doing whoop. There it is. <laughs> I mean, it's an Adams. Uh, well, uh, 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 I don't know. Uh, should we? Uh, I mean, do you think that's like, <laughs> no, it's so bad that they need to hear it? No, don't do no. it. I kind of like no, it. I'm just going to say. It. I kind of like it. All right. That's good. It's going to be your ringtone. To me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So by popular demand from Kristen, <laughs> we're playing whoop parentheses. Adam's family in parentheses. There it is. Enjoy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Party time with the Adam's family. Makes three Wednesday Pugsley lurch you ring and fest up grandmama and thing. Wait, can't forget cousin it. Tag team rips another party hit. Come it's on. the Adams family movie thing. Go Mesmortisha. Come on, sing. <laughs> Adams family. 
spooky, mysterious, spooky as loony as can be when you see the movie. It goes yeah. on and on. The madness won't stop. Uh-huh. Tick to the top around the clock. Yeah. Tag team kicks the flow. Really though, with the Adams family. So here, here we, we go. go. Something's funny, Nanny's got a pot to get the family money. Makes that stuff far for her. Thing gets wise, spreads the word. The family comes to Festus aid. The plot is for no one gets paid. It's the Adams family running things. Get wrecked while tag team swings. In a class by themselves, none below, none above them. Yep, yep. It ain't nothing to be ashamed of, so Come give on. love to the folks who go by the name of Fuck from the old school with the bump for the trunk and it humps with big bass on the low like my homie O said. <laughs> 